looking forward to looking forward to the Yeshua. I look forward every week to this year to learn about looking forward to the Yeshua. <clears throat> We're learning something very, very remarkable in this parak. We started Parak Bays last week. The Navi, after all of these years, how the Navi still refers to us as Basulas Yisrael. Kum Basulas Yisrael. Kilo, we've never done anything wrong. All these years of godless and all of the mistakes that we've made and all of the ugliness that we've dirtied ourselves with hasn't happened. And the Tzadik of Yaakov Moshe Chalap is explaining the unbelievable Yisait of Kolapachas Misholish Kolovodami of, of Am Yisrael being like a, a, like a Ketana that's Pchusam Ibaz Gimel Shonen that even though things happened to us and we were involved in things but it was Ke'ilu Ke'ilu we were in a state of katnas less than three. And the Indian of three, Rabbi Akamash is explaining, is Kalapachas Misholish is Kalavadom. It's Ke'ilu, we never left our world of Kedusha. It's Ke'ilu, we're still in that place of, of being the Sulas Yisrael. And therefore, even historically, Rabbi Akamash was explaining that there were 2,000, two millennium, the, the Alpayim of Tohu, that it wouldn't go three. There can't be that, there can't be that madrega to go beyond the lovehood that would separate us from who we really, really are. And the same thing when it comes to the time that we're in now. The apayim yimaisa Mashiach kadeshul nisrachi nisrachi mikdushas mikdashenu b'sefarteinu yosef me'apayim shana. So we shouldn't be away from that that mitzias of. Kedushas Hamikdash of Geula of Orim Betumim of Nevuah of Beis Hamikdash of David Malkin Mashiach more than a Shia that would change the status of Lovud that would cause us to be in a separate reality. We're in the reality even now. After all of these years and after all of the filth, we're in the reality of Besulas Yisrael. Whatever has happened has happened in that strange, in that strange dimension, in between two and three. But we never ever left Hashem. We're still like a pchusa mi and all of our avayus are pchusa mi Beloy oid. So it's the, the fourth paragraph. I might have a different, I don't know, the printing that. It's the, it's the fourth paragraph on the page. You have the same pa- page, Yud Gimel? Yud Gimel? It's the same page. Okay. Because it's an old edition. Beloy oid. It sounds like he's saying something very simple here, but I don't think it's so simple. The taich, the simple pshat, is that the whole yesoid of Gula, of course, as we learned in the first parak, is tzipi Yeshua, that tzipi means to actively to actively draw the Yeshua into our lives. So we look back at the origin of who we are, B'Sulas Yisrael. And we look forward to the time that that Mitzvah of B'Sulas Yisrael will be revealed. Tzipili Yeshua is what connects, of course, longing for salvation is what connects the past with the future. But Shesoy Soif Tokum B'Sulas Yisrael, V'tachzo L'Kadmus N'Ureah. 
that's the, the meaning of Tzipili Yeshua is that Sof Sof, Besulas Yisrael, will rise once again and will return Lekadmus Neureha to, to that first early way of when we were young. In other words, there are two ways of looking at what I think what Rabbi Yaakov Maish is saying is that there are two ways of looking at the upcoming redemption. One way is that Am Yisrael is old and tired, having survived lots of service, and having lost much of the much of the uh, radiance and the beauty of our younger years, will somehow make it to the finish line. We'll make it to the finish line. And and Akash Baruch will be mechanechas with the chinuch of the third base of Mikdash and be mechanechas. And a new period of Yomayim Mashiach will begin. I think that's one way of understanding and one way of looking at it, and one way of looking forward to the future. But Rabbi Yaakov Mashiach says that the true Tzipili Yeshua is not that. The true Tzipili Yeshua is Shesov Sof Tokum Besulas Yisrael is the is the revelation the true the true Gula that we're waiting for will reveal that Be'emes we never ever lost it meaning that Be'emes we were always Besulas Yisrael we just didn't realize it we didn't know it'll be a return It'll be a return to our younger years. It won't be as tired and old and beginning from Aleph. It will be with all of the beauty and all of the innocence of what once was, which we can't be masking that. How can you take someone that's been beaten and that's tired and that's picked up a lot of garbage on the streets of history all of these years, how do you, how do you bring it back to what it once was, the Kadmus Nureha? But that's really what we have to look forward to. Kadmus Nureha. Vim lefamim aschilam oiris hagulu his night says And if we sometimes see that the lights of redemption are sparkling and beginning to emerge. There are times in history. We don't have to go very far back where there was something that was happening and it looked like, and the Siddiquim were talking about it, and there were dates that were predicted even in, in the Svarim about, about it. And we see a hisnoisitzus of something. And then suddenly, it's back to the same old boring thing. Suddenly those sparks of redemption disappear. Abiyakamashi says that it's only because we didn't bring the Yeshua to its completed state. And the way to bring the Yeshua to its completed state 
is through Tzipili Yeshua. Tzipili Yeshua. So when there, when there are those hints or strong intimations of Geula that are present, so the key at that time, more than any other time, is to strengthen all of the avoid of Tzipili Yeshua, the Tfilas and the Davening and the learning of Pneumias, and as we learned in the last paragraph, in the first paragraph, trying more than ever to see in each and every Jew that he's ro'i laguli. Remember last paragraph? Every Jew is worthy of redemption. Every Jew is worthy of redemption. To see the good in each person. Adarabba. To see the good in each person. That's the Tzipili Yeshua. That Am Yisrael is ro'i lagula. Instead of what usually happens is that there's some excitement and then the uh, the excitement seems to wane a little bit, and then there begins the infighting and the politics and the accusations, etc., etc., etc. And Yaakov came to teach us this. The last day of his life, when he was giving the bracha to the shvatim. In the broch that he gave to Don. <laughs> now, you know, Don is a difficult shavit. And it has some dark things in its past, some skeletons in the closet. This began at a very, very early time. The, we know that the Indian of Pesal Micha, when he was crossing through Yamsuf, and then the cloud didn't even want to accept Shevadan. The Anana Kovid didn't want to accept Shevadan. So Don became the Ma'asif of Kolomachno. It's like the. doesn't sound so nice a little bit. Like the schleppers after everybody else was going. You know, like going around with the sticks, cleaning up the beach afterwards, you know. It's a very deep Indian, the Indian of being Ma'asif of Kolomachno. The last Jews, the last Jews, Shevet Don. And throughout the history, as long as the Shevet was still identifiable as Shevet Don, they were in Yonim. But there was a great person from Shevet Don, a very complicated great person, was of course Shimshon Agibah. And everybody here knows that before Yaakov Avinu died, when he was giving the bracha to Shevet Don, he saw a vision of that man, right? He saw a vision. Rashi brings that. He saw such a thing as Shimshon. Hanoishech ikveisus ve'yipal roich bo'yachor, the bracha of Shevet Don, biting, take a bite of the heel of the horse, and ve'yipal roich when the driver of the chariot falls back, whatever that means we're not going into right now. So Yaakov was the first one in the world to openly express Yeah? He was the first one to openly express this longing for salvation. Ever since then, 
all the Nevi'im and all the Chachamim are using these Lashonis of Lishuascha Kivinu Kivisi itself. Sipinu Kivinu. Yaakov is the one who is the Shoirish of Lishuascha Kivisi Hashem. And as you know, it's a cloud. Absolutely writes about it in many places and other tzaddikim that the first time you find something in Tanakh is the Shoirish Adav, is the Pnimis Adav. The first time you find the word being used in Tanakh, if you want to understand the deepest, deepest, deepest meaning of that word, of that Musag, you have to look always the first place in Tanakh where you find it. So, And it's interesting, it was Davke when he was looking at his Shavit that wasn't so beautiful on the outside. Just the opposite. So Shavit was not beautiful. And done bechlal is lotion of din. V'sov v'shu melech ha-mashiach. So Rashi brings from Chazal that Yaakov Avinu saw this vision of Shimshon from Sheva Don in the future. And sov v'shu melech ha-mashiach. And he thought that that Shimshon is Melech HaMashiach. Kevin Shirah Boishemais. This is a hard line for the Meshachistim, as you understand. Kevin Shirah Boishemais. That when Yaakovina saw that he died, Omar, so Yaakovina said, next page, Af Ze Meis. Af Ze Meis, it's Fafal. He died, it's Fafal. He saw Shimshon's death. And he said that it's not him. And then he said, So what's the, what's the limud of Yaakov Avinu? We see that by Yaakov Avinu, when he saw something, when there was a vision of potential redemption, when there was his noitzitzus of Geula, the Avoidah at that moment when there's, a, when there's a sighting of Mashiach, the Avoidah is one thing. What? What's the Avoidah? Sipiya. Kivisi. Lishuasa Kivisi Not, oh, isn't that interesting? Let's have a Yomiyun on the end of Mashiach Zakeh. That wasn't his reaction. Or a rabbinical convention. Which was for sure would prolong Golis, as you understand. One avoid, the avoid is Kivisi Hashem. Lishuasa Kivisi Hashem. Tzipir. So, what was the neat sights that he saw? What was the spark that he saw? The sugi of Shimshon is a very big sugi. Really, to understand that sugi, but Oymik, you'd have to learn, you'd have to learn from what Tzadik Akain, Yisrael Kadoshim, he has on it. <clears throat> what he saw in Shimshon, Shkena Chitzonius, he had Tzel Shalapnimius. He saw a Mordeke Gevurah. A Murdic Gavur and Chitzonius. Brute strength. Shimshon was a big tzaddik, as I'll say about him, very, very big Lashinus. But Yaakov Avinu saw a Gibor. 
Most of Yaakovin's children in Eniklach are the type that get the sand kicked in their face, you know what I mean? And then there's one who you don't mess with, Shemshin Agiba. You don't kick the sand in his face. And Yaakovin saw this, and Rabbi Yaakov Marisha explains that when he saw this, he was filled with a big, big kivui of Mashiach, because Chitzonius, he had sales Shalat Palimiyas. We're going to learn a lot about this. The Chitzonius is a shadow of the Panimiyas, a reflection, a shadow called. And when there's great, great, very great gvura, external gvura, plain and simple physical gvura that's revealed when it's mezgala. It's a simon that if you dig deep, you'll find tremendous inner gvura. Tremendous inner gvur, gvur pnimis, otsmas hagvur hapnimis. Shemesgala bepnimiusa betaykef or bohim ha'oid. That is mesgala in its inner state, in its spiritual state. It's mesgala with a very powerful, brilliant, and clear light. On the most simple level, gula means we're not going to be kicked around anymore. And on the most simple level, gula means that Am Yisrael is going to be healthy. Healthy politically, economically. No more cigarettes. No more drugs. I would say no more alcohol, but it doesn't sound nice to say that. No more unhealthy habits. Am Yisrael in the state of Gula means politically, economically, physically, emotionally, mentally strong. Strong. And that inner, <clears throat> rather, that exterior, outer strength and health will be the perfect cleat to house, to contain, to hold within it a powerful lichtig in illuminated soul. Ubizman shemisachedes agvura hapnimisim agvura chitzainis. When's the time of redemption? When there'll be a perfect unity and integration of Gvura Pnimis and Gvura Chitzainis, of inner strength and outer strength, of deep inner spiritual health and great physical, social health, economic health, Oz Hazman, when we see this fusion, of Gvura Chitzainis and Gvura Pnimis. Oz Hazman HaMukshel HaYifaras HaGula. It's a very ripe and ready time if we see that. That means that at at the end is near. It means it's a time for Gula. 
in all of its beauty and splendor. And all of its great wonders. Therefore, when Yaakov saw by Shimshon such a person, he saw in Shimshon Gvura Chitzainis, a powerful Jew, a strong, healthy, powerful Jew. Someone who the Plishtim are going to sit there in front of, you know, shake and tremble. And in the same person, Yaakov Nesur, Gvura Pnimis, Gvura Pnimis, in the great, great inner strength and light. And he saw this in a descendant of Shevet Dan, a tribe that traditionally, traditionally had weaknesses in both areas. And he saw such a hisgalas by Shimshon Hagibah. Sheyachadim Hayois Hagibor Otsum, together with him being a Gibor Otsum, tremendous physical Gibor, a person of great strength and great courage. Shiyachdim Hayoisa Gibor Otsum Hayoisa Shchinim Kaskesel of Fun of Kizuk. Chazal tells that the Shchinim was pulsating within him, like a ringing, like a bell. Shchinim. Vur Pnimis. So Sava Baishu HaMelech HaMashiach. Shiyachim Nasor. This is Melech HaMashiach. This is what redemption is about. Redemption is not about a bunch of Tzabrach and Yeshiva Bachim crawling to the end. With some, with some Gestapo's boot on his head. You understand? That's not what it means. Strong, tall, proud, healthy people. Not afraid. Not afraid of the Goyim. Rabbi Kiva thought that Bar Kochba, he was the nicer Kalim of Bar Kochba, who turned out to be Bar Koziva. It was a combination of the generation not being worthy and not being filled with the Tzipili Yeshua of Rabbi Kiva. And then perhaps, as some of the Sram tell us, that due to Rabbi Kiva's great faith in redemption and longing for redemption although he saw the external gvura, the gvura chitzoynis of Bakachba, he didn't quite detect what was lacking completely in the pnimius of in the pnimius of Bakachba. but sova b'yishu melcha mashiach the thought that he was melcha mashiach Ba'agula Magaz Biyamav. And Yaakov, you know, when he saw the vision of Shimshon, he believed that the Gula would be with Shimshon. The Kasharosh Amaz. And when he saw that Shimshon died, 
Amar li Yeshua al-Shakivis Yashem. He said li Yeshua al-Shakivis Yashem. Lahidiya, he was saying this. When there's a nitrous of Gula, we have to strengthen our Kivu in our Tzipui. And if Shimshon is not going to be, if he saw Shimshon dying, it's because Sha'ikavu rak mibnesha chasu tzipiyas v'kivu Yeshua shleim. It's because they were missing. Somehow, they were missing the tzipiyah and the kivu, that the Yeshua should be Yeshua shleim. Stachsam Soifer writes in Taurus Moshe, Think Pashki Sava. I don't remember. Some Sefer writes how there were times that the Gula, there were times that the Gula <coughs> could have been, but when there was a Hisnaitzitus of the Gula, when there was an awakening of redemption and signs of redemption, Am Yisrael became satisfied with partial redemption instead of demanding an entire redemption. And we were satisfied. It's enough. The Chassam Sefer says that Tzipili Yeshua means to want the whole thing, not to be satisfied. It's not enough, just the fact that uh, Jews have sovereignty over the Holy Land, as it was by the Chashmanoim that it was restored. And then in 1948, the parts of Eretz Israel. It's not enough. The tzipia, the kivu, has to be for the Yeshua Hashlem. Not to compromise. It's very, very hard. And we were talking about this a little bit in the way back last week, but the union of settling for a partial redemption. That it should be better for Jews. What happened at the time with, the, with Napoleon and Russia and the tzaddikim who were divided over the question of whether or not to support Napoleon or not to support Napoleon. The tzaddikim was said to support him. At least it will be better for Jews. And the other tzaddikim said that if it will be better for Jews, they'll think that Mashiach has already come. They want, they're not going to long, they're not going to cry, they're not going to beg. They'll stop wanting Mashiach. They'll be satisfied. If you give the Jews some political rights and you stop beating them up on the streets, it'll be better. So then they'll figure it's already okay. So when Theodor Herzl came about, there were Jews that there were there were Jews that very sweet and good people that were lift, that lifted him up, lifted him up on their shoulders and, and called him Mashiach. He was promising something better, and for for Jews who had been beaten for so many years, the the uh, the common man on the streets' attitude was, "I'll take it," you know, "I'll take it." I'll just use some relief. I'll take it. <clears throat> the other tzaddikim, of course, has said, If we take it, then we're settling for partial redemption. The avoider now that we're having that there's some hisnoitzes of gula, the avoider is what is liyishuas hakivisi Hashem kivui and sipui for the entire redemption. People like us can't decide who's right and who's wrong especially for most of us, our 
greatest suffering is to wait six hours after flashing. So it's not our Indian to make these decisions. But Sadiqim were arguing about these things. These were big arguments. Do we settle for a little bit of a gula? Just so the Jews should be able to live and to breathe. And if they're living and breathing, they'll build the yeshivas up. And they'll become better and they'll be zorcha for gula. Or do we say, Tashem, we've, we've done this in the past. We've made this mistake. We're not going to blow it. It's either all or we don't want, we don't want any kind of a, a partial gula. We're not settling for something. It's got to be the whole thing. What do you mean the whole thing? It means shiach, third base of mikdash, nevuah, the works, karbonis, the whole thing. I'm not taking any more tzibislach pieces like this. Throwing uh, a, a piece of meat to us that we should be able to have a little bit to satisfy us so that we're not starving, so we'll go on. Because what's happened in the past is when we go on, then we forget about Mashiach altogether. And it becomes good. So then it becomes good, so we we, we, we settle. This is a machlaikis of tzaddikim. We're not... Uh, each person has his own feelings, his own heritage of which side and how to go. But look how, look how Rabbi Yaakov Moshe continues and finishes this diary. That's what I was just talking about. The Tzipili Yeshua has to be for the whole thing. We're longing for the complete salvation. We're not, we're not longing just for spiritual salvation. From, for some new tzaddik like the Arizal or the Basham to come into the world to, to bring us closer to Hashem. We want everything. We're asking for everything. Again, political, economic, social, emotional, spiritual, the whole program. To lift up the glory and the pride of Am Yisrael once again. For somebody to begin, for somebody to begin to get some machines and to go to Yushalayim to start cleaning the walls, to start spritzing, power wash the walls of Yushalayim. It's the beginning of Gula. You see how Yushalayim looks so old? I mean, it's old. But there are parts of Yushalayim that are not that old. I'm not talking about whitewashing the Kaisal, you understand. Like, how about Sanhedria and Ramat Eshkol? Where's our pride? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like bending down and picking up a piece of garbage in the street and behind the buildings, whitewashing the walls of Yushalayim. It's the beginning of Gula. Everything has to be fixed. What happened to us? What became of us? The terrorist is money, not enough money, things are hard all the years of Golas. But look what it did to us. A few years ago, I don't know if I mentioned this, but a few years ago I was, I said a recent I love it was with this chavr, but a few years ago we spent the summer with, with uh, one of, the, of my married children that was staying in, he had an apartment in Machal. And I went every day to Davin Shachvis through the back to this little minion over there. The place was disgusting. Unbelievable. Because if they have all the mepesets in the back, people throw their garbage off the mepesets. I'm 
telling you, that wouldn't be in Washington Heights. The community council or the neighbors would get together and say that we're going to spend the Sunday morning cleaning up the garbage. What happened to us? What is that? Haram has carried Yisrael. The proudest people in the world have become schleppers. You could blame it on uh, you could blame it on the government, which is what they usually do. The government that they don't accept. They're supposed to clean up after you. So you could throw your garinim off the roof. And you could throw your orange peels off the roof, off the mirpasset. And then they're supposed to send for the iria, somebody to clean up after you. Where's your pride? A poor person can still be proud. I was going through Poland last year. My wife and I were in Poland. And we were traveling through some very, very, very poor little villages, these little Dorfalach in Poland. Poor people, but you should see how they clean and how they make, they put the, the, the anti-Semites, how they put over their beautiful flowers and they make it pretty and they clean everything and they make it look nice and they paint every year. A can of paint. I'm sure every Shulon Chustos can adopt a building, and to help to contribute to getting a can of paint for our brothers and sisters in Yerushalayim. Just, and B'nai Brak, paint you, clean the house, paint the walls, pick up the garbage. You know, there's a movement now, and I just sell it, started, somebody gave me, from Shula, one of you gave me a, um, thinking, a think, uh, about the party that's beginning in SSL to work on this Indian. <coughs> in the Haredi Shevelt, Hiram is carrying Yisrael. It means Gevura Pnimis and Gevura Chitzainis. You understand? That's what we have to long for. Not just to be able to learn a good blood Gemara, for sure. And to learn a beautiful piece of Luka Demaran, for sure. But to pick up the garbage. And to exercise a little bit. And to stop smoking. And to stop, and to stop eating 10 kilograms of, uh, of, of Kishkin Kugel. On a, on a, I was going to say Shabbos. On Thursday night, it begins the, the festivities. For that, there's enough money. To be healthy. Nothing. Gula Shlemi means nothing can be missing. Means I'm still going back. Lekadmus Nu'ureha. Lekadmus Nu'ureha. To our youth to when we were young and beautiful. That's what Yaakov saw in Shimshon Agiba. A strong, healthy, beautiful Jew. Inside and out. We were in Zaychen. The Kivu, the Tzipir, has to be strong. It has to be strong for such a Gula inside and out. It's an amazing medrash. I once spoke about this on the Shabbos afternoon a few years ago. Everything, everything you could have, everything we can have, comes with kivui, with longing. You have to want. It. If you stop wanting, it doesn't happen. Yisurim, Kedushas Hashem. 
Yisurim, suffering, Kedushas Hashem, Schus Ovis, Tavosah Shalom Haba, the Taiva Fayyam Haba, Tava Ova Ilam Haba, Chanino, Slicha. We're not going to go through each, each one of these, would be a, a talk for each one, would be many hours. What's the need of Kivui by these things? Chanina, compassion, forgiveness, Slicha. You have to want it, you have to want it. Now you're wondering, what's Yisurim doing over there? Like, who's asking for suffering? doesn't mean to want stam suffering. It means to know that gula happens in such a way. To want suffering here doesn't mean stam meaningless suffering. It means to know that through suffering we become refined and elevated. And to know that through suffering one's attachment to physical things becomes weakened. That's the Yisurim that Chazal is talking about. That's Tam to suffer. Nobody wants to suffer. It means I want a Kivui, I want to be able to be purged of my stupidity, of my narishkai, of my obsession with silly things. It would be better if that could happen in a nice way, but it seems that the most effective way is through some difficulties. And we see that Yisurim has a way of preparing a person for greatness. Yisurim does that. One of the problems of our generation, I'm not Khalila wishing any difficulties in our generation, but one of the problems of our generation, if not the greatest problem of our generation, is that we haven't suffered. I, I don't mean God forbid it shouldn't be a, in any way to say to bring suffering. Nobody wants to suffer. But the Mitzvah is that a generation that's spoiled, that's pampered, <clears throat> is a generation that that doesn't want redemption. It just wants more of Golas, more that the new Golas has to offer. In the old days, it was easier to long for the final redemption because Golas was horrible. So there was a greater longing for redemption. My father said that they used to sit around on Moshe Shabbos in, 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 in Europe, and that's what they would talk about, Yushalai. And when there was a Jew that came back from Israel and he brought some Paris from Israel, the whole city came to be there, the whole city came there, and the Rav cut up the tiny pieces, and everybody was crying, they were singing songs about Israel and eating Paris from Israel. These were not people from Chavavetzio. They were real Hungarian Kanoi. They were not pro-Herzl. But they were longing for redemption. And to them, <coughs> Golus had already made its point. Yisurim has a way of accelerating and intensifying the need for redemption. We understand that. And it, and it does that by loosening the person's attachment to physical things. A person who's suffered through terrible difficulties doesn't take the world so seriously. That's the Mitzvah. Many years ago I was teaching I was teaching a high school class and the afternoon I taught the girls also and there was a girl that gave a scream and her friends started to go after her. I didn't know what happened. I had, I had never taught high school girls before. I, my kids were still little. I didn't know what that mitzvah was. 
So three or four girls ran after to the bathroom. I don't know what happened. So I found out that she had been working on her nails for six months, and something happened, and it broke. She was very upset. And when one girl goes to the bathroom to cry, so that needs a mazum, and you understand. So the rest of the chaver went with it to be mechazaker, to give a necham. This is our generation. They're supposed to do. Fragile, spoiled, pampered. And you know what? I hope that she's still crying over broken nails, nothing worse got her. I hope so. I don't know what became of her. But anybody who's cried over broken lives, broken marriages, broken health, doesn't cry over broken nails. As a person who's been purged through the suffering and knows that there's something better than godless. Yisurim, <laughs> And to clear a place in the person's mind and heart, light of and the gentle spirit and the edelkeit of a life of ruchnis of elam haba. And Yisurim have a way to draw the great, great hidden holiness of Eretz Yisrael out, and to bring it out, and to reveal it in Eretz Hakodesh and Eretz Yisrael. We've had to fight so hard and so long over that place. So much Yisurim is connected to Eretz Yisrael. We don't have to fight to get to the five towns at the, at the Tinek, at the Muncie, at the Borough Park. Maybe in Borough Park they had to fight a little bit once they were there with the Italians. Other than that, there wasn't much fighting going on. Let's just take two minutes to finish this paragraph. And even though we're talking now about the gula of all of Klai Yisrael, Ulam Beprotius, we're also talking about each individual person in his life. Beprotius, Yochel Kol Adam Aideit Sipiosa Haprotis Li Yeshua, by his own longing for, for redemption in his life. Legila Madrege, in other words, from his own gulas. From his own gulas. To have always, to always have it Sipi Li Yeshua. Is possible? Legila Madrege El Yoyna. To come to a high madrega through his own personal tzipili Yeshua, to have a taste of the big of the sweetness of the big gula of the big redemption, through his own yisurim and his own tzipili Yeshua and his own avoda, and his own belief that he can become better and he can get out of this gulas, he has a taste of the big gula. That's the deeper meaning of each individual person crying over the Chorban, and this one Kedoshim say, doesn't mean that he'll necessarily live to see redemption, but it means right now in his life, the Baditshiva said, that right now in his life, he'll be to have a taste of the Simcha, of what's going to be by the ultimate redemption, right now. In the present tense, not right now, he's to have a taste of the big Geula. Shkena Yisablu say Yerushalayim hi b'hargosha kezois 
Because if you're mourning individually over the Chorban of your own life and over the Chorban of Yishalayim, it means that you believe deeply, deeply that there's going to be once again Knesset Yisrael coming back to, you, to Kadmus Nureh, to her youth. You believe in Basulas Yisrael. You believe that we can go back to the beginning and be as beautiful and as clean and as healthy inside and out as we used to be. And the more you have gagum, you strengthen the gagum, the longing for Yeshua, and you want to see the Yeshua of yourself, and of Am Yisrael, and of Yushalayim, that purifies you right now, and you're able to see a preview, to see something of that future redemption. Of the sweetness, of the ultimate and complete joy of Gula. There's a story I once told in Shul of the of the holy Radishitz or Besocha Bear from Radishitz. You forgive me, I'm, I'm taking an extra minute. That the Radishitz, it could be that could be the told this Maisa. It was his yard site yesterday. It could be he told the Maisa. I don't know, but the story is a story that's that's around. That the old Radishitz said it was a big Balmoifis. It was once by it was once by by Shalashudis that he told he went into the Chsidim and he told he pulled out I don't know if it was his nephew or somebody, a grandson and nephew, to come with me. And they went into the they went into the next room and the Chsidim will put their ears to the wall, what's going on? And they heard they heard laughing and laughing and singing and then and then they heard terrible, terrible crying. And after Shabbos, they asked the nephew, what happened? So he said that the, the Rabbi, the Radishit, took me next door, and he brought me to the window. It was dark, and it was dark. It was already Shabbos. Was already, it was dark. And he took me to the window, and he, and he put his hand on my, on my eyes, and he took his hand off. And then I was able to see what Yerushalayim is going to look like when Mashiach comes. I saw all the children, and I saw everybody, the old people, everybody in Yerushalayim, when Mashiach is here. I saw and then we started to sing, and we were laughing. That's when you heard this. And then why were you crying? He says, then the Rebbe put his hand on my eyes. And we took his eyes, his hand off, and I saw all the suffering that we're going to have to go through until that day. That's what it is. And then we cried. So Hashem's book should help us that the crying should be finished.